What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Venice Antoinette, but you can call me V. And your girl, Amber Monique, also known as A Momo Chanel. Here with another episode of Sip and Spill. On this show, we sip on drinks while spilling the tea on dating and relationships. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating. You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com, where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list, where we offer special giveaways and discounts. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at Sippin' Spills across all social media. Now, let's get started. everybody we're back um so yeah i guess amber what are we talking about today so today we were inspired by um a couple from the latest season of marriage boot camp michelle and Stu, um and her insecurities and their relationship um we're just here to talk about you know whose job is it to solve them are insecurities ever okay are they a good thing can they be yeah so let's get into it yeah man let's let's get straight into this because like michelle was by far and i mean by far the most annoying person (laughs) on that season of marriage boot camp hip-hop edition like first of all i just want to say that the first season of the hip-hop edition was way better than this season agree a hundred percent a hundred percent had dime piece on there like yes soldier Oh, beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to compare to that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, this season, Michelle and Stu, like, okay, first of all, this is my issue with Michelle. Like, I felt like she caused so many issues in her relationship because she just could deal with her own insecurities Mm -hmm. and she kept trying to like push him into her insecurities and it's like Stu wasn't worried about like nobody else you know what I'm saying right and insecurities of course everybody has them but hers were like she was making life a living hell because of them like it was always an issue when even when it wasn't yeah like, yeah yeah like she was just now oh my goodness it was like her voice was already hard enough and then on top of that you got to deal with her personality like it was it's, just right <laughs> and for anyone who doesn't know a lot of it was their age difference um i'm not exact i think it what was it was like 10 years plus i think something like that yeah, yeah so, it was over 10 years do you think that was like a a good reason to be insecure the fact that he was I so mean, much younger I, <laughs> I can understand why that's insecurity, but like how she went about it was just so extreme. You know, like yeah. it's like every five minutes it was like, oh, well, he wants a girl younger than me. Oh, well, he wants a girl younger than me. And Stu was sitting here like, I am not worried about none of these other women. Like, I don't care about them being younger than you. I don't care about your age. Like, I want you. And all she keeps doing is like throwing, you know, that into the situation like especially the whole jocelyn thing Mm -hmm. so to those who don't know oh this was so annoying so basically (laughs) they were in a group therapy session and the doctor had just finished talking to Stu and michelle and so while they were talking Stu had his arm around her and so um when they stopped talking to them and moved on to the next couple he put his arm down and the next couple happened to be jocelyn and um what's her fiance's name or boyfriend whatever he is um i forget already i think it starts with a b ballistic regardless is it her me? man yeah so <laughs> so in the middle of them trying to like work out their issue michelle steps up out of nowhere and was just like um i just need to say <laughs> that Stu 
stop putting his arm around me because he believes that Jocelyn is the most beautiful room, woman in the room and <laughs> he just didn't want to touch me while she was talking. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how did you how did you even read that from the room? Like, you know how they say read the room? Right. How did she read that? Like, is she dyslexic? I don't get it. I don't get it either. And even if you did think that, why did you stop everything to stop say the whole that? Group therapy <laughs> like, session, the whole thing. It, it caused so much turmoil in the yeah, house. Like it makes it's no one else's fault, even if that did happen. Now you've made the other couple feel awkward. And that wasn't even the case. Everybody looked at her like she was crazy. Like, what? What are you talking about? Right. Yeah, and then it came back to, you know, Jocelyn and her man, because now he's looking like, oh, is something happening that I didn't notice, which any man would feel that way Mm -hmm. you know like if somebody's boyfriend is calling out his actions towards your girlfriend of course any man is gonna be like well wait what's been going on that I haven't been picking up on you know like meanwhile nothing was happening Michelet was just um I just need to say that (laughs) like girl shut up (laughs) yeah no I think (sighs) that Honestly, if if your age bothers you that much, it doesn't bother him. Then she shouldn't have really gotten a relationship. If she feels exactly. like oh, he wants a young girl like Jocelyn, then don't be with him. If you think that that's what he wants, right? It's just mm-hmm. uh, so like. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's just so like how I guess should Stu have handled her insecurities? I think what he was doing, kind of just reassuring her, you know, that's that's actually not what I want. But it gets up to a certain point where I don't know how much more he could have done. Like he he said, it's not true. Um, I don't think he came off disrespectful, like around other women or anything like that. So I don't know what else he could have done other than, you know, just keep reassuring her that he wants her. What do you think? I feel like my my man Stu held it down. I feel like he did everything he could possibly do. Like, I genuinely don't feel like there was anything else he could have done mm-hmm. <laughs> to, like, really calm her insecurities. Like, at that point, it's like, it's just her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just her. It's really just her at that point. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And then I also think, too, because remember in the show, there was an episode where it was the... um. I think it was the lie detector test and they asked Michelet, do you love Stu, you know, like as, you know, a partner, not like just a friend. Mm-hmm. And I think the lie, the lie detector determined she was lying, that she actually didn't really love him like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the insecurity was something that she was just using to really like try to um, get rid of him. Yeah, get rid of him pretty much or like have an excuse for him to leave. Like, you yeah. know. No, that makes sense. And I never did get the sense that she she never really seemed super interested. She was just always complaining, but Child. I never got the feeling that she enjoyed him. <laughs> like it just didn't come off that way. So that does make sense. Right. So people can use insecurities to push people away. That's that makes sense. Right. And I feel like a lot of insecurities come from like your past, you know, your past relationships. So it's like, it's bringing those insecurities from your past relationships detrimental or just learning from the past? Um, insecurities, I would say probably detrimental because I insecurities, I just see them as like, a bad thing so like if you I feel like if you've been cheated on before and then you think okay like this is gonna this is the signs when I was cheated on before so or maybe not I won't say the signs because you should always read the signs but maybe if you think okay I was cheated on before so you know I've got to stop it from happening again and be extra hard on this person mm. I, I think that that can be detrimental what do you think it's both because I think naturally you're going to have insecurities um, mm-hmm. you can control how you react to your insecurities but I do think that your past relationships what happened to them or whatever you 
uh, dealt with in your past relationships naturally are going to cause insecurities for you moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just being able to separate, you know, the relationship, like your old relationship from your new relationship Mm -hmm. and also being self-aware that, oh, this is an insecurity of mine. So you can check yourself before it becomes an issue in the relationship Mm -hmm. or if it or even verbalizing to your partner, because I do think that's a conversation that every like relationship should have when it gets to a certain point is like, what are both of y'all's insecurities? So, you know what each other's like points are that you don't want to hit. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so in the sense of like just learning from the past, I do think that unfortunately the insecurities you get are from lessons you learn from your past. Like prime example is kind of like when you were saying with cheating, like if you've been cheated on, you don't want to be cheated on again. So you are kind of learning from your past in that sense of not maybe maybe in the past you were more like go with the flow and not asking a lot of questions so now you're like asking a few more questions you know or certain things like that or just paying more attention to things that you might not have in the past um not like in a Michelet crazy way Mm -hmm. but like you know Mm -hmm. just naturally like I think that's okay but I also think it is very detrimental if you let it get to a certain point I agree with that. I think it is there is like a healthy balance of learning from your past and then making someone pay for your past. Right. So, yeah, you don't want to punish like the new person for what the last person did. But if you made some mistakes before and you can kind of learn from them and know how you want to do different in a new situation, that's good. So, yeah, I agree. There is a balance. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about balance because it's like... Like I said, you're naturally going to have insecurities. So it's just learning how to react to them. And I do think that you can learn a lot from the insecurities that you get to understand where they came from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So do you feel like there's any insecurities that are ever warranted? Um, I guess it's hard to say warranted because I, I think like insecurity is like a, a feeling. So... I mean, it's you can work on how you feel, but sometimes, you know, that's just deep within. So I guess like, okay, so the cheating thing, if you've been cheated on in the past, you're a little leery in the future. I guess that's normal. I don't know if I if it's if I would say it's warranted, though, because every person really does deserve a fresh start. So I don't know. That's kind of a hard question. What do you you think? I think there. I think it's. I think some insecurities are warranted. Like with the Michelle and Stu situation, I completely understand why she's insecure about the age difference because that's something a lot of older women are going to be insecure about. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like if you're at if he's at an age where he like especially if he doesn't have any kids and you know that you're older and you might not be able to bear the like bear children for him or. Mm you know, certain situations like that. Like even um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, I'm sure she dealt with that insecurity as well. Um, I can't imagine how she handled like him having a break baby after mm-hmm. she had gone through, I think in her book, she says she went through like 12 different mi- miscarriages. Mm. So it's like, you know, those type yeah. of insecurities, I think are warranted. I think when you get cheated on, um, I think that's warranted for you to build an insecurity from that. Um and things of that nature. But like I said, I feel like with insecurities, um, you just have to be very self-aware of them so that you're not projecting them onto your partner. Um, But I do think that there are some that are warranted. Right. And I I think that's key what you said at the end, like being careful because they may be warranted, but it's not necessarily warranted for you to, you know, act crazy because of them or anything you do because your insecurity is warranted is okay. Like, I agree. You need to kind of be self-aware and make sure that your insecurities are not becoming too much of a burden for your partner. Right. Yeah. And I do think, too, some insecurities that come, unfortunately, also come from abuse. And so those are the ones that are tricky because you can completely understand where they come from. Like if somebody's been verbally abused about like their weight, then they're going to be in- very insecure about their weight. Or if mm-hmm. somebody's been physically 
um, assaulted or, you know, whatever by a partner for different reasons, mm-hmm. they're naturally going to become insecure moving forward. So I definitely think, um, like we said, it's all about kind of just being very self-aware um, and just making sure that you the feeling is normal. Like it's OK to feel insecure. It's just your reaction that you need to control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and changing I, I, your thought process, too, because it's like I'm sure, you know, both of us have insecurities. I know for me, I have insecurities all the time. But when I catch myself like, you know, dwelling in them, I have to reshape how my mind thinks. Like I have mm-hmm. to kind of force myself out of that so that I don't fall into that negativity. Cause I feel like when you just let your insecurities just run through rather than just letting them pass by like a thought, you know, when you mm-hmm. let your mind kind of just like delve in them too deep, that's when you end up in a situation where you're like Michelle coming to people as a woman because your boyfriend put his arm around you and then put it down. <laughs> yeah. That's not what so. you want. <laughs> That is not what you want. Yeah. Um, when do you think insecurities become like intolerable for the like the other person? Definitely when it's being projected onto them, it, especially if it's being projected onto them and they didn't do anything to cause it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I think like if you are... Like the cheating one is the easiest one using as example. But if you cheated on your partner, then of course your partner's going to be insecure about that moving forward. But if you guys choose to, to stay together, yes, your partner eventually needs to move past that. But you also need to be patient during that process because you caused it. That's true. Um, but if you guys break up and the person who got cheated on gets into a new relationship and projects that the fact that they were cheated on by their ex into that new relationship, then I feel like that's intolerable on that other person if they haven't done anything to, um, you know, if they haven't cheated or done wrong by that person because they don't deserve that at that point. Exactly. Yeah, I think the tolerance level definitely needs to be higher when you have caused the insecurity. Mm-hmm. But if it has um, nothing to do with you, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, everybody does have insecurity, so you know, if you if you love the person enough and it's worth it, I would say you know, there's there is a certain level that you could you should deal with it too. But yeah, when it gets crazy, like somebody blowing up your phone or you can't even like live your lifestyle the way you want to live it or you know you have to change your habits you can't go out with your friends like you want to or things like you just can't even be yourself anymore or you feel like you're always walking on eggshells I think that's when it's definitely too much yeah yeah I agree yeah I definitely agree it's just yeah yeah I don't know how Stu does it man Mm -mm. I just Um, And speaking of, before we move on, oh, I was so annoyed during the finale when she did not have a ring because, (laughs) but when Stu pulled out her ring, she said she changed her mind. Oh my goodness. And then he bought that. Oh, oh, Mm -mm. I was sick to my stomach. (laughs) I was just like, you mean to tell me y'all were the worst couple in here. I'm sorry. They were the worst. They were the worst couple in that house, in my opinion. I would have taken Bianca Bianca. and her fake boyfriend over them any day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be debated but wow I, I didn't even watch the finale so I didn't know oh so. my bad I'm, I'm sorry. sorry I thought you watched it <laughs> no I mean I'm super late so yeah no I mean I hear you like with the Bianca and her whatever that was mm-hmm. but I do think that they actually did love each other at some point at some Mich- point Lay and Stu <laughs> oh my god yeah wow so he believes her when she said oh I changed my mind and they yes he took her back oh lord that is so cause ridiculous. you know how like at the end you know you present the ring and mm-hmm. so he had to go first and he presented a ring and so then when she saw the ring she had like this shock face and was just like oh I had to go get your ring now I thought that you weren't going to give me one so I didn't bring one it's like no girl you wanted to break up (laughs) yes or that says everything in itself even if she 
did, if that was the truth, then she's still too insecure to think you want to be with her. So that Child. just just let it go. Oh my god. Child, they got my last nerves that season. <laughs> but anyway, so now let's get into talking about like how you know getting rid of insecurities. So like how do you work through your insecurities? I think one identifying them for sure, like realizing is it like okay what what bothers me? What insecurities do I have from the past or from within myself? And then seeing how it causes you to act out. Like, what do I do because of it? And then just trying to be better. Like, you know, just reason with yourself. Okay, this is something that happened in my past. This is a new situation. Or this is how I feel about myself, but this is not how this person is seeing me. Or this is not how this person is treating me. So just kind of like reasoning with yourself and constantly being aware, I feel like. What about you? No, I I definitely agree with all of that. Um, I know for me, I'm a journaler. Mm -hmm. So like when um, I have to like, I see a lot of... I'm able to like uh, get deeper into whatever's going on when I actually physically write it out. Like as I'm writing it, I'm, I'm figuring it out. And then once I'm done, it's like, okay, I get it now. So now I, I can identify where this feeling originates from, why mm-hmm. I feel that way, where it came from, and then moving forward, how I'm going to avoid my reaction or how I'm going to avoid like this feeling moving forward type of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely think, you know, really figuring out what best works for you. I know some people like meditation, some people like journaling, some people just like, you know, whatever, if you have a therapist, whatever the situation is, but I do think that it's important to um, take the time to get to know you the best way you can so that you can really identify what your issues are um, and avoid them in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not necessarily avoid them because I feel like sometimes people feel like, oh, well, now that I ident- identified the insecurity is going to go away. It's not going to go away. Um, it might not be as it might not be towards the forefront as it used to be, or it might not um, be one of those things that like, you know, you can't sleep at night because of it or certain things, but you're still going to have, you know, that feeling It's just more so identifying it so that when that feeling comes, you can literally just let it come and go away rather Mm -hmm. than like you letting it come and resonate in your body or like letting it like, you know, ruminate in your mind and just constantly going over and over and over it. Like when you have that insecurity, that feeling, now that you know what it is and you can identify it, you can ignore it and move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally 100% agree. Yeah. Do you feel like insecurities are like an individual's problem to solve or should they be worked on as a couple? Um, I think to an extent as a couple, I feel like you have to mostly do your work, but I feel like your partner can extend you like some grace too as you're working through it. Like, especially if you communicate what it is, then they can say, okay, I know this is something that they struggle with. So let me be a little more tolerant in this area or let me try to see what I can do to, you know, help boost them in this area or make them, you know, help ease this insecurity. So, yeah, I think it's, it's partly both, but mostly yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I definitely think, I mean, one, I'm a big proponent on understanding and valuing yourself before walking into a relationship anyway, mm-hmm. but no two people are ever going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that, It's also important, like I said earlier, to talk to each other and identify what each other's insecurities are. So that way, if, you know, you notice your partner's is um, feeling insecure or you you understand where it came from so that way you can help pull them out of it and vice versa. Like if I tell my partner my insecurities or something like that and they notice that I'm starting to get insecure about it they can help pull me out of it too. Cause at that point when you're in a relationship, um, I mean, depending on, cause also let me go back a step. It depends on how deep the relationship is. Like Mm -hmm. if this is like 
a real relationship, like, you know, you're trying to like build towards a future, then yes. But if this is like a fun, I'm in my twenties living my life, you know, relationship, then I don't think that's something you have to worry about Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be honest, but you know, just assuming that this is a relationship with somebody who you want to build something with, or that you want to build a family with, or, you know, whatever that is, then I do think that's something that y'all should work on together as a couple. But I think it's best to work on yourself before you get into that relationship. For sure. Definitely. Do you think like, say you notice an insecurity in your partner that they haven't vocalized, would you just like try to do things that just help him with that? Or do you think that it definitely like you point out like, Hey, I see that this seems to be an insecurity. You think it's better to like just put it on the table or just kind of cater to it without mentioning it for me I'm a very outspoken direct person so Mm -hmm. I know for me personally I've been in that situation I've definitely told them about it I didn't necessarily use the term insecure Mm -hmm. um, but that's what it was it was an insecurity of his so for me it's like it's all about how you position things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it's important to point those things out because some people don't even notice their own insecurities. Um, Or some people just haven't, you know, they don't know certain things because, you know, no matter how old you are, you're constantly getting to know yourself and you're constantly evolving. So you're learning a new version of yourself. So there's Mm going to be certain things that someone who's around you and someone who like really knows you is going to be able to identify pinpoint that you yourself don't even notice. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I do think that it's important to identify those. And I would appreciate if a partner, like if I was in a relationship, if my partner did the same for me. Yeah, I I can agree. I feel like in the past I've tried, like I necessarily didn't point it out, but maybe I just tried to do things to, you know, ease a, a certain insecurity. But now looking back, I do think it, there's a way you can say everything, you know, but I do think it might have been better to bring it to the forefront because I don't know if that person even realized. Well, I'm sure that he did, actually, but still, it's just better if you can say, hey, I noticed this about you and you don't have to feel this way about this. Like, I noticed you seem to feel this way, but this is not an issue for me, you know. So I yeah. agree. communication is important. And I also feel like... um in the sense of even if they already know they ha- they have that insecurity, a lot of times people try to hide their insecurities from their partners. Mm-hmm. So you identifying that you're able to like point it out, I think is very helpful because it, it shows them that they clearly haven't worked through it the way that they, they needed to. And I also think that's also a very good bonding experience for the two of you because now it's like they're showing you you basically are seeing them more vulnerable and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think vulnerability is something that's very important in a relationship that for whatever reason, our generation doesn't like. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it seems like everybody wants to be like the person who cares less and it's like, what's the point of being in a relationship if we're going to compete about who's less vulnerable? Um, That's so, so I, true. It's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I think that um, that's another reason why it's good to point those things out because they probably are, they might already know, you know, that they have that insecurity. They have just been hiding it from you. But that shows one that you pay very close attention to your partner, which should be flattering to them. And two, now you guys can be more vulnerable and more comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that I agree. That's true. Yeah. Well, I guess that wraps up our topic on insecurities. So we will be back with some listener letters. It's time to spill the tea on our segment, Ask Sip and Spill, where you can send us letters and we spill the tea. You can submit your letters on our website, sipandspills.com forward slash contact. Again, that's sipandspills.com forward slash contact to submit your advice letters. Also, join us on our Instagram at Sip and Spills for our Two Cent Tuesdays. Now, let's get into it. All right, guys. So we are back. Um, So our first letter starts out with I've been in a relationship with this guy exclusively for a year now. I found out he has a profile up on a dating site. 
I ended things with him after finding this out. Did I act too haste? Is it hastily or hastily? I think hastily. Yeah, I think Haste, it's hastily. I think it's supposed too. to be hastily. <laughs> oh, hastily. Probably... Okay. Yeah. Did I act too hastily? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm illiterate. Did I act too... <laughs> I'm just getting my masters for fun, clearly. <laughs> Did I act too hastily ending the relationship? How do you know when it's time to stop fighting for a relationship? How do you know a relationship is worth fighting for? Mm. Mm-hmm. So both me and you have been in this situation. So mm-hmm. I'll let you go first. Um, I think no, you didn't act too hastily because when well when I was in the situation, I did not. When I found that out, I did not break up with the guy because I didn't think that he had like met up with anybody yet. We just like kind of. You know what? We might have broke up, but it didn't last. I think we might have broke up for like a few days. So basically, yeah, I took him back. But I think you did the right thing. And I think you should stand strong because if you are in agreement that you're exclusive, no matter what excuse he gives or says he shouldn't be on a dating site. Like that's that's just that. What is what is he there for? That's not what you want. I, I think, yeah, go ahead and end it because fast forward uh, like uh, maybe a year later I had proof of him cheating on me not from the app but whatever I knew where his mind was at so I think you're saving yourself time cutting your losses I think you did the right thing what do you think um I don't know like okay so in my situation uh, it was a little it was a little different because it was like in your situation, you found him in her situation. She what she say? I found out he has a private a profile up on a dating site. I'm curious to know how she found that out. Mm-hmm. But for me, I found out because one of my best friends was on the dating site and my ex came up as a potential option for her. And so she screenshotted it. And well, I mean, he was my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. So she screenshotted it and sent it to me. um, And I was like, just really embarrassed. Uh, Like really embarrassed. Cause I'm just like, this is humiliating. Like not only (laughs) are you on a dating site, but my best friend matched you. Like, well not Mm. matched you, but like came up for you. Like what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I did not break up with him because of the fact that we had had a conversation before about dating apps and he had, pretty much told me how like he was like a tech nerd and he was all into like algorithms and stuff like that so he was like on dating apps more so to figure out like or just to stay up on like what trends were because a lot of times apparently with apps they test things out with like dating apps before they do them with other apps and um it sounded like bs but like we used to go on like dating apps together, like where he would like, I would like open a Tinder account or he would open one and we would be on each other's page. So I didn't think anything of it, but um, we had talked about it or whatever. And I didn't think that he was still doing it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if he was still doing it, I didn't think he was still actively like on there. And so Mm -hmm. when I found out that she like he came up for her I believe for like however that that app works it's like they only show you people who are actively on that app like it's not like people who haven't been using it for months you know can pop up for you Mm -hmm. um and so we just got into like a really big argument um he deleted all the apps after that but we didn't break up because of that so I completely understand why you ended things with him. I'm curious to hear like what his reasoning was, but at the same time, kind of like Amber said, like, you know, like what, what would be your reason? Like, why are you on dating apps? You know? Yeah. I mean, clearly you're, you're just not on the same page right now. If if you are supposed to be exclusive, he, you know, what is he looking to do? I'm curious to know, like, it doesn't even matter what he said, honestly, because it probably was likely an excuse to get you to stay. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder, are there guys that just go on there to see how, like, 
attractive they are to other women? Like, is it just the ego boost sometimes or are they pretty much always looking to act on whoever they meet? Either way, if it made you uncomfortable, if I could go back, I think I probably would have ended the situation when that happened and saved myself some time. So... because you you believed his answer or because you just wanted to give it another chance that dating apps for guys is like and for women too um is um but in a relationship I think more so I will guys say are if, women, I did, I feel though, like if I did though if I did end up to men this day I probably would feel like maybe I didn't women in relationships give it so, like a true chance at least now I feel like Right. Like, like I, said, I think it's like an ego thing like they want to know like do they still got like, it like the girls still want but them but like they might match and like, not say anything you know um, it's just more of like a situation an ego that thing she's for not them with, um, so. or they <laughs> might just have conversation but it won't go anywhere type of thing um Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Like I have so many like follow up questions to this whole scenario. Like for right. me to really make a concrete answer on like you know yes or no. Like because when I think about when that happened to me, I still wouldn't have broken up with him when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. So like I still would have stayed in that relationship. I wouldn't have broke up with him. And. had nothing to do with believing his answer because the the thing I told you we had had that yeah. conversation months before I found out that his my friend matched him on um, mm-hmm. a dating app so it wasn't like he didn't yeah. bring that up again I, mean, I already I knew that so like when we had that like conversation I already was aware of that cheating, so he didn't need to use like, that as an excuse trying to open the door um, so it had nothing to do uh-huh. with me believing in his reason he didn't really give me a reason um, he kind of just <laughs> no games. heard me cuss him out for like two hours straight about how I was embarrassed and humiliated and then he like mm-hmm. apologized because he was just yeah. like I never you know wanted to embarrass you whatever situation was and then he deleted it um, but yeah I don't I don't think I would have ended the relationship like going back looking at it again if he was on the dating on like if I caught him on the dating app before that <sighs> right right Right. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's true cuz I yeah. feel like it sounds like I mean, if it's over, it's over, you know, type of thing, but I feel like if you're still 
considering the situation, y'all need to have a conversation. Because it sounds like since she's writing in, she's still considering this situation. So it's kind of like y'all need to have a conversation of like a very honest conversation of where y'all are at in y'all relationship. Like, because like Amber said before, it doesn't seem like you two are on the same page. So y'all need to have Ooh, a very open yeah. discussion about that's another you know, story. That is where y'all that's at true. And if y'all are on the same page, then you have to be like that. So, uh, but if, yeah, that has willing a lot to, do to with like really too. sit there and take whatever mm-hmm. he's going to say. Because if you ask, he's going to tell you. Like that's how a lot of men are. They have like a don't ask, don't tell policy. Because if you ask them, they're going to tell you. So. They are. Well, I don't know if she even found that out because she said she just saw the profile and broke up with him. So we have no idea if he was like actually taking these women out on dates and stuff like that. And that's another thing, too. I feel like that. That's like OD, you know, like it's like. Because it's like true. one thing the, if somebody walk away. Like it's annoying, first, but it's one thing if somebody's know, just mashing thing. people. Has it been you know, like just to see, oh, do I still got it? Like, no, that's not. You, you shouldn't be doing that. Has it but been a to bunch me, of little that, inappropriate that's things like and then not, you saw this. I wouldn't break up with somebody because um, of that. But if I'm on your profile yeah, and I see your DM and other women, like trying to link up or like, you know, having like intimate conversation, then that's a whole different scenario. And I guess for me, the reason why I didn't break up, and I should have said that too. I didn't break up with my ex because I did look at his accounts and he wasn't DMing anybody. Like Like, he literally was just mashing people. Thing that has made you uncomfortable. Yeah, he shouldn't have been doing that, but I didn't, I guess it didn't really bother me that much because it's like, okay, he just... And he's the only thing boosted, I would say maybe whatever. it's worth I'm, fighting I'm for if enough. he has not I mean, like, met enough, up with anybody you know what I'm saying? or been like, out on dates. It's, men always need their ego boosted, I don't so know. whatever. I, didn't, this is I, I was annoyed, just, but I didn't I like know. deem that like breakupable. But had I looked at that profile <laughs> or like signed into his account or whatever the situation was and saw he was actually messaging these women, that would have been a completely different like conversation. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, girl. That I does. just feel like mm-hmm. she said, How do you know a relationship is worth fighting for? Um, and how do you know when it's time to stop fighting for a relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, those are some hard questions, man. Yeah. Um, Get back to us. Let us let us know. I feel like okay. So if y'all been dating exclusively for a year and you found this and broke up with him instantly, right. and I'm I, assuming I mean, I'm that something else had to have been happening in y'all relationship, you know, leaving and taking a stance. But so it's just like, girl, you need right. to get back to us and let us know like um, more details. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Give us some more details and and let us let us know what you decide to do. is rough if it was me I think that if I just didn't hear from the Mm -hmm. guy again I would take the hint but some people don't take the hint so what I feel you um I think you know like the fact that you're asking means that you're still thinking about it so you know I say ask yourself one um what else has occurred in your relationship um, mm-hmm. and then make a pros and a cons list like that helps that definitely helps because that really just lays it out for yeah. you there and if the pros are always cons I feel like it's worth like having a conversation with him and really like, getting down um, to like okay reason, why are you on these dating apps here? like what are you doing <laughs> I don't know then because now I'm also thinking like now I feel like I'm I'm like backhanding everything I said because it's like at the same time Bro, why are you on a dating app? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am too. 
Yeah, girl. Clear, give right. us some advice. Cause we don't know what we're talking yeah. about. Like, <laughs> right. All right. So this next person wants to know how to turn down a girl after yeah. a date. Uh, I know some people say so ghosting is hurtful. I had a date with a girl. Me, at least I met through. Like, she could oh, I had a date with a girl I met through like, an app oh, yesterday. Maybe you got back with she was ex, really nice, but I just wasn't attracted to her, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate silence slash ghosting because oh. it's horrible. So how do I, how can I message her but not hurt her oh. feelings? Ooh, that's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And I mean, that's not that easy I anyway. Because, like, I think for me, if I like, if I went out on a date with a guy and I liked him, and I didn't hear from him, like, you know, the next day or whatever, but mm-hmm. the date went well, mm-hmm. I probably would reach out to him. So, I think that's just natural. Like, if he ignored me after that, then that's different. But I would definitely reach out to him. Like, if he didn't reach out to me first within like the first day or two. this is rough because I feel like I've been in this situation Um, and uh, so I feel like there you go this is hard man because y'all literally met on an app and y'all only went on one date and I, I mean, I appreciate that he hates silence and ghosting. And th- I think, but that, in this that's sense, I feel like it's very appropriate. And if she like, continues you know to what I'm saying? Because y'all only went on I one date. It's like it's not like y'all have been dating. Like y'all were talking on an app like, and then y'all met. And she might but then say, again, oh, well, you know, I don't I'm know cool how long they were talking on friendship. No, like you said, you were not interested. So if she keeps reaching out at that point, I think that's on her. Mm, nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nah, I don't Make support it clear. ghosting. Um, because I just feel like for me, when I've been ghosted, my mind just wandered. Like, and it, it's just a horrible feeling. Like, it's like the worst. It's it's literally one of the worst feelings in the world. So, like, I that's why I don't ghost people anymore. Um, I always try to like say something. It might not be the truth, but mm-hmm. I always say something at least, just because ghosting is like one of the worst feelings in the world. Um. So I guess I feel like you could I, I wouldn't bring up her mm-hmm. physical appearance. Um, I would just say something along the lines of if you felt the need to say something yeah, kind of like, um, uh, yeah, you know, hey, I really enjoyed our date. But mm-hmm. um, what did I say? I said something to this one guy one time and I remember like he had hit me up um or something and I told him like you know I enjoyed like hanging out with him and getting to know him but I just wasn't in the headspace to I thought I basically I was like I am I pretty much worded it like I wasn't in the headspace to really date like I thought I I was that's mean to be or something along those lines like feeling the smart you know or like I thought I was ready to get out there and I'm not I agree Um, to put that on the person like oh well or you know was it was it my hair something like like, you know just don't make someone go through that if you're already rejecting them Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's important to say too, like, kind of, I don't want to waste your time, type of thing. Um, like, I think that you're, yeah, I'm like, because I think I said that I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to waste your time. I think you're a really nice person, um, but I don't want to waste your time. You know, I think that. I just am not in the headspace to do this. And I don't want to drag you along with me type of thing. So just make it, put it on yourself. Like make it seem like it's your fault. Maybe she's um, saying like I decided she was but happy. But also make it clear to them that like you don't want to drag them along or you don't want to waste their time. Um, and then if like Amber said, they do continue trying to pursue you, then at that point, I think it's okay to ghost them because you said what you had to say. Um, but usually mm. what I found when I said that <laughs> is that they got the message and let me alone. So... <laughs> the mess, <laughs> mess. Yeah, but yeah, always put it on yourself. Don't put it on them. 
Um, I know some people might say some along the lines of like saying, oh, I didn't feel the spark or things of that nature. But I don't like saying stuff like that um, just because I feel like it makes the person insecure or it's like going to constantly make them like try to figure out what was wrong with me type of thing. And it might literally be nothing wrong with them. You just weren't into them. So to me, I just prefer to just take the blame. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cool. All right. So good luck with you, sir. Let us know how that goes. Um, <laughs> on to the next one. Ooh, this one's messy. <clears throat> so this starts with, hi. So this is a very complicated situation. My best friend started <laughs> dating one of my exes a few about a year ago. Lord, the mess. Oh, okay. Um, I decided hmm. that I decided that she was happy that it was well, fine. I, I mean, we have to point out I'm that confused. not only is she dating her, I decided that ex, she was also happy her ex's that it friend. was fine. Like, it's just a lot going on. Oh, okay. I decided so that she was like happy then that was fine. Okay. And that kind of situation a have music to festival to together every year and this year she invited her boyfriend. Like, it just has I was to be kind of upset at first, but I got over it and he invited his best friend and think everything will stay the same in Kumbaya. And then she put in quotes, we live in a very small town. So I would say the relationship if you've decided I asked her beforehand if it was okay if anything happened between us and she didn't seem to mind. She was very supportive. I mean, if you feel this was the first time I, guess I had ever met him and instantly say, you know, clicked I didn't and to you. were inseparable I after you, that. I, oh, we started dating and her attitude towards me though, changed. One day she texted me out. I mean, it is what it is. She texted like, me saying she didn't if, like if you feel bad who enough, I maybe was just anymore. Get out of the relationship My feelings were hurt and I told her I didn't messy, want to be friends you, anymore. A few months later, she makes a post on social media saying that I was dating the guy that took her virginity when she was 15 and that I was only with him for his money, which is not true. I was crushed and embarrassed. I still feel so guilty, even though I feel like I shouldn't. She never expressed any problems with our relationship. And I figured that since she was dating my ex, that she didn't have a problem with it. We haven't talked in almost a year and it still haunts me. How do I deal with this? I love my boyfriend so much and I just wish she could support me like I supported her. It it all seems very hypocritical, but I need to hear it from someone else's point of view. Bruh, this is some trailer That's trash it, nonsense all- right here. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> whoo, what? Bruh, I'm going to let you take this one. Listen, this is just a lot going on, but she's not a good friend, but I can maybe this person is a better per I can understand her feeling guilty, even though the same thing was done to her. I just think it's like a a weird thing to do so but I mean it was done to her first but I can understand how she doesn't feel right about it but I agree that's really not her friend because she did that to you first and then she put your business out there and yeah I would say you're probably just better off without that friendship and at the same I I don't think she owes her an apology at all. Like, how do you date my ex and then get mad that the same thing happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she owes her friend an apology at all. I don't think her friend is a real friend because, like, why would you post out on social media that your best friend is dating the guy who took your virginity when she's dating your ex, regardless of if it's the guy who took your virginity or not? Like... You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like she owes her an apology at all. 
Um, I think your friend is trash. She's garbage. So I don't feel like <laughs> you should feel bad. Like this is a small town. Cause I mean, I would never be in this scenario, but like you said, it's a small town. So it's not that many people there. So I can understand how you end up in that type of situation, I guess. But, um, just speaking from like if I were in that type of like town and I was in that type of scenario, I don't think she's wrong. I don't think she did anything wrong and I don't think she owes her an apology. I say move on with your friend, like move on with your boyfriend, bump that girl. She's not a good friend and keep it pushing. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, I, I I think the whole situation is messy, but it yeah, her friend her friend set the standard. She said that okay, exes are cool, so that's she just followed suit. So yeah, you're right in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand feeling guilty. I'm just saying that she shouldn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like she should feel guilty at all because reading this letter, I don't think she's in the wrong at all. Like, I think that because it just does, it's like she said, it's very hypocritical. Like, her best friend literally started dating her ex boyfriend. Mm. And didn't even like say anything to her about it. Like she just was like, well, I saw she was happy, so I was fine with it. So clearly her best friend even never even asked her if yeah, it was okay. It, that's your, never like, even like talked to her about how she would feel about wants. it. She just started like, dating him and expected her best friend to just be that's on crazy board me, for her dating yeah. her ex. Yeah. So then yeah. they go to this yeah. music festival. She goes out of her way yeah. to say to her best friend because since her best no, friend dated her ex, I, I guess exes are just open now. But she even went out of her way and said, "Are you no, okay if it. I like she pursue did. something with him or if something happens between us?" Her friend says, "Have fun, do you, sis? I'm with my man," and that's what she did. It's not her fault that they clicked and that they like you know went on and to love each other and all that type of stuff. I don't feel bad for her best friend at all. I don't think that she deserves an apology. Um, yeah, I that, understand that is, why this true. person might feel guilty, but I'm just saying I don't feel like she should feel guilty because I don't think she did anything yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, do you think at this point should she continue that relationship with the the guy? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I remember I, I had a situation I, a almost happened like this, but one of my friends tried to date one of my exes, and as well I cut her off because my friend's why would you ex. even think I mean, that makes sense? Were, well, let's you know, cross but that's that out, different. She that's my life. You know, but in this like, situation, okay, she set the standard. They they but they live a different life. So I'm just speaking from the life too. they live. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this wouldn't happen to me. Because when it almost happened to me, I cut her clean off immediately. Like I didn't even want to hear an explanation. I didn't care about her. Oh well. Because basically her argument was, well, if that's really your ex, then you shouldn't care what he does because um, he should be able to date who he wants just like you should be able to date who you want because that's your ex. You should be over him. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. Well, I'm over you too now. So... Yeah, well, I mean, me and her aren't friends no more. So, you know, whatever. But like I said, that's my life. With this girl's life, though, I don't feel like she did anything wrong. It's not like she's the one who started the Best Friends Day Nexus campaign. You know what I'm saying? She was sitting there minding her business and her best friend started dating her ex without her knowledge. She had to just accept it. So, no, I don't feel bad for And I think... Like I already said, her best friend's trifling for putting all that on, on social media, trying to make people feel guilty for her. Like she wasn't the one who dated her best friend's ex first. No. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Trifling. Cut her off. Throw her in the river somewhere. She's trash. She said she loves him, so why not? Oh, that's true. 
Well, well, they got to figure that out. But um, like I said, because I mean, like, like I said, I would never be in the situation, but they're in a small town. It's probably like 10 people in their town. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they got to deal with this type of situation all the time, probably. Like they just... They probably brush stuff off on a daily, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I guess, yeah. It must be. I'm sure they'll end so. up in a double day situation and she'll maneuver through it. <laughs> but I just feel like I think if she says she loves him so much. And so I just feel like if you love him so much, girl, and he love you, continue on with your relationship, be happy, bump her. Yeah. And there's definitely no mending that, like, I would just leave that friendship. It wasn't a true friendship as we established from the beginning. So, talking about something, I don't like who you've become. Girl, what? <laughs> My goodness. Ooh, ooh, I don't like these type of people. <laughs> who? This is triggering. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have any more for this girl? No, I, no. All right. So, we got time for one more. Um, so this one starts with I recently broke up with my boyfriend of two years. Oh wow. Okay. He started a new job in a bar um in pre-pandemic times, and I was delighted he was meeting new people. One night he came home late. He told me he had gone out for drinks with one of his female co-workers. It was just the two of them. I was uneasy that he hadn't given me a heads up beforehand, but was glad he was honest with me, so I let it go. I noticed she was snapping him occasionally, but he never opened them on. Oh, I think she meant in front of me. Um, He never opened them in front of me. I confronted him about it and said I was uncomfortable about the situation of them drinking one-on-one together and it sparked a huge argument. He got verbally abusive and said I was overreacting over nothing. It was never going to sit well with me though, so that really was the end for me. Was that weird behavior or was I just being paranoid? Mm, It was definitely weird behavior. Um, I'm trying to think should she have just ended the whole relationship I mean the verbally abusive part is I guess the most like concerning thing well not the most concerning but the thing that can't can be worked on the least I would say Mm -hmm. I mean it depends what did he say exactly um but I mean, I think that's something that could be addressed and worked with. Like, okay, this relationship seems inappropriate, but she did express that and he didn't want to change. So yeah, actually, I do think in things, he didn't want to change. You told him it made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I definitely uh, think it's fine for you to have broken up with him because there's no reason why when you tell somebody you're uncomfortable with something, it should spark a huge argument. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I was in a situation with my ex where um, he was uncomfortable with like a male friend of mine mm-hmm. and that did not spark an argument when he expressed his uncomfort. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was mm-hmm. like he I gave him that space to tell me what he was uncomfortable about. And then a situation happened where I was uncomfortable with something with him and we talked about it, but it didn't spark an argument. It was more so of like we talked about it, you know, so it's like the fact that it sparked the argument to me just seems like he has something to hide. And then also, why isn't he opening her snaps in front of you? Like, does he open other people's snaps in front of you? Because if that's the case, then, yeah, that's alarming. Yeah. Like, so you you open everybody else's Snapchats in front of me. But when sis snaps you, you just don't want to open it. Yeah, that's definitely very alarming. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, it doesn't need to be a, an argument like he should be willing to make his girlfriend feel comfortable. If he's not, then what else is there to talk about? You're uncomfortable. He doesn't want to change. Right. So, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you were wrong for confronting him. I don't think you were wrong for telling him you're uncomfortable. And if he was verbally abusive, girl, you definitely dodged a bullet on this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all signs of, yeah, he's verbally abusive. He doesn't care about, you know, he what you're comfortable with. the script with. and be manipulative. Like, mm-hmm. So her question was, was that weird behavior? Or was she being paranoid? Um, now, okay. 
him getting drinks with his female coworker after work, to me, that's not weird behavior. Um, because I mean, he started a job at a bar, so I don't think that's weird, but his reaction to you telling him that you were uncomfortable is what kind of is like, okay, yeah, nah, this is not okay. But one-on-one though, I don't know about that. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't, I personally don't think it's weird, but. I, I don't think I would have drinks with another man one-on-one while I was in a relationship. But I mean, I guess I could, I don't think that's worth breaking up. Not just that, but like everything else, him not caring that you're uncomfortable with it, the snap thing, all that. But I do think that that was like where he first went wrong. Yeah, I mean, I could see um, how somebody could say that was wrong. I guess I'm looking at it like he literally just started this new job at a bar. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's a bar. So I'm guessing that they probably drank at that bar. Um, And maybe, you know, he was like, that was their first shift together and they were just getting to know each other, whatever the situation was. Um, but I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's just, I guess for me, I would have been understanding in that sense. Cause I could see myself ended up in a circumstance like that. Um, mm-hmm. So like if I was dating somebody and that happened, I probably would be a little more understanding to it, but I still don't think that it's wrong to feel uncomfortable and call out being feeling uncomfortable about it. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. Anything that makes you uncomfortable is valid for you to put on the table. And I do think, too, the fact that he kind of was like, um, he didn't tell you. I think what was more alarming is that he came home late and didn't tell you until after the fact. Yeah, it's just all like... Because it would have been different if he was like, oh, hey, I'm staying after work with like a co-worker or something like that. Or, oh, I'm like, you know, grabbing drinks with a co-worker after work, something like that. Then that's different. But mm-hmm. he just popped up at the crib late um, and didn't give you like a heads up or something. Then, yeah, that's that's a bit alarming. Mm-hmm. But combined with everything else, yeah, yeah, she did the right thing. It just sucks that this was two years. But, hey, you you know, you live and you learn, you'll love again. Honey, so. just don't waste no more time because these men out here they dumps the juice so yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that wraps up today's episode so thanks so much for listening bye bye thank you so much for listening if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five star rating you can find us on sippinspills.com that's s-i-p-a-n-d-s-p-i-l-l-s dot com where you can find our podcast blog posts and join our email list where we offer special giveaways and discounts also make sure you follow us on social media that's at sippin' spills across all social media and until next time deuces like threes got a hook and push back on my team